Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sonny Hollywood Pooney from the Growing Up Rock podcast, and I want you to grab some cold gin and raise your glasses to two larger-than-life characters on this episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. You ain't got nothing to lose. Kiss Army. It's Tom Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 85. We're calling this one Spit. <laughs> God, running out of steam here with these episode titles. Spit. Ugh. Yeah. Why is it called Spit? Um, well, if they read the episode description, some people they, don't, some people just get so excited. They see shout it out loud. Cause oh, I got to hear this new episode. I don't really care what it's about. Oh, spit. oh, what's spit? This is great. Or they're like, these guys are going to talk for over an hour and a half or two hours about the fucking song spit, which we could do by the way, most definitely <laughs> <laughs> we could do that, but we won't. Yeah. Yeah. It's. And uh, we'll get into the, what we're doing, yeah. but it's not only just spit, it's kiss draft time. It is. Yes. A nice, fun episode. Just me and you following last week's uh, awesome, but yet a little serious episode. Uh, but that's what we do here on Shout It Out Loudcast. We mix it up. Fun, serious, guests, solo, everything. You get it all. This is kiss draft. I believe seven, Tom. You just started out that sentence with, this is Kiss. This is Kissel. And didn't say, this is Kissel. <laughs> no, that'll get added in. Exactly. So, the last Kiss draft we did was back in episode 68, Kiss album quarantine draft. That's right. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. That's right. Yep. Yep. So wow. we, me and you are going to go at it on Kiss draft. 
And okay. uh, we'll explain what the KISS draft is about in a little bit. Yep. But other than that, how the hell are you? Hanging in there. You know, same old, same old. Love and life. Days, I want you to say something new. Stop telling me the same shit over and over again. Why don't you go out and get kidnapped? Have some new shit happen to you. Um, I don't have, you know. I went on a bike ride. Yeah, I went for a run. Oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I, quarantine. I, I, I did do that. I do that all the time, but I don't want to bore people into my into my fitness routine. <laughs> but tell me, like, oh, I've took I've taken up painting, like Paul, or uh, I've taken you know, up I've taken up making pasta bolognese, like Paul. <laughs> I know how to cook now. We'll get I'm, into that I'm, later too. I'm making little figurines. I've got. Dude, I do not Fucelli Fucelli Podfather. I don't know what you're making of Fusilli Jerry? Why why am I why why Fusilli? Because you're silly. 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 No, dude, I all I do is work and then I go to the trails and I walk, bike, and or run. One of those combinations. That's and it. Prepare, and prepare for kiss podcast. That's pretty much it. That's exactly that's my life. Work, exercise, and kiss podcast. That's it. Nothing. What about taping? Nothing. Yeah, huh? I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, I hear you, fruitcake. You got to help me out, though, if you could. I would. That's it. Yeah, that's about what most KISS podcasters do <laughs> and other podcasters, except the exercise part. Take that out of the equation. <laughs> and throw in eat. Throw in pizza the hut. <laughs> <laughs> and throw in dropping deuces. <laughs> What about you, Booger? What have you been up to? <laughs> I've been combing the high schools all day. No, playoff, been... playoff time. Yep. Uh, the Celtics, I think they're playing later today, right? Celtics are on uh, actually right now as we record. Yep. So we will record now because the Celtics are on, but we will not record earlier because the Bruins are on because That's I right. can't do it. That's right. I, I will have a nervous breakdown if we, if we have to do something during hockey playoffs. Yep. Uh, the Bruins won, so swept through. The first series, not sweep, but they got through the first series. Playoffs are are beginning. Um, Football season is getting there. Baseball sucks right now. And uh, at least for our Red Sox. And then uh, in basketball, playoff basketball is here. So at least we have that release. Correct. Correct. Yep. That's a a positive thing. Yeah, there is some semblance of sports. Correct. Yep. So that is a a positive thing, Tom, as (laughs) as uh, as resident director John King told us. What is that supposed to be a positive thing? Yeah, we only we only we only broke four chairs, four desks in about about five thousand dollars worth of dorm damage this week. Is that a positive thing for you? I think so. So, Tom, uh, we also did some polls this week, right? How did the polls go? So we had two polls. We did our our poll from last Thursday, uh, like our fun poll that we'd like to throw in there. Uh, And that was a Gene Simmons battle of God of Thunder versus Calling Dr. Love. And uh, this was good. It was a tight one. God of Thunder won 52 to 48. You guys are fucking crazy because there is no planet of mine where God of Thunder is better than calling Dr. Love. But that's okay. It's a classic. People love it. So that was a good planet. Okay. That's that's a good. That was a good poll. Um, That was good. And then for our episode related poll, because we had Brian on talking about Sean Delaney, uh, we picked four songs that Sean Delaney was involved in being a co-writer. And those were Take Me, Rocket Ride, Mr. Speed, and All-American Man. You got any predictions on what you think won? Mr. Speed. 
Mr. Speed was in the running for a while, and then it ended up losing. Rocket Ride was the winner. People love Ace. It's the Ace contingent. Dude, I'm about to have a fucking Ace rant at some point. I know. I know. Ah! People, I don't understand. Look, I like Rocket Ride, but come on. Mr. Speed came in second. I can't believe All-American Man came in last. 15% for All-American Man. I don't understand that. Rocket Ride at 37 Mr. Speed twenty six, take me twenty two. Wow! I don't, I, and I know people love Ace, but come on, there must be like Ace bots out there because I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love Rocket Ride. Don't get me wrong, but that probably that that probably would have been maybe second or third for me out of those four. But, uh, but that being said, so those are the polls for this week. And last week we did have a, as you said, more somber tone. Uh, we had Brian Kennard on talking about his awesome book the sean delaney book sean delaney's Hellbox. we got a shitload of feedback on this i th- thought the episode was awesome uh the interview was great uh brian uh filled us up with a lot of information that we didn't just get from the book and i think most of the people listening got a kick out of it too what do you think yeah it was i think it was it was awesome i mean i, I loved having brian on he was he was very informative, willing to talk about the book. The book's great. And um, I, I like how we, like I said, you know, earlier, kind of as a joke, but, you know, being serious for a minute, like how we, we do mix it up where we will have somebody like Brian on one week and then we'll have, you know, the week before we'll have like Jeopardy and the, our friends. And it's just, you know, we kind of we kind of mix it up. But this week we're kind of back to some of the silliness. But last week was a was a great episode with Brian and his book. Yeah, we can have the ambassador on. We can have mm-hmm. Sunny Hollywood Pooney on. We yep. can do an album review. We can do a book review and all sorts of fun stuff. That's why I think we're a little bit different than most of the podcasts out there. But, you know, everybody has a niche. That's right. So, yep. I want to read a couple things we got off of Facebook off this episode. Okay. Uh, so on the episode, I got a, we got a message here from uh, Lee Graham. Just heard the episode. Tom. So apparently it's just you. Yeah, it was just um, me. <laughs> just heard the episode, Tom. Okay. Uh, one one man interview. I'd like to welcome my guest Zeus tonight on my podcast. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Fantastic interview. <laughs> I can't. Fantastic a towel. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic a towel. I, can't, can't I know people it. get annoyed if I put a fucking clip in in the middle of something, but I'm Too sorry. Bad. Fuck, fuck off. Too um, bad. I can just picture Philip Seymour Hoffman portraying Sean Delaney. Alas, both no longer walk among us. I'm curious, where the fuck do you come up with Philip Seymour Hoffman playing him? I don't see that. I think because Phil, see, to, I think he, he might be thinking of when I think of Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's been in obviously a million movies, but he always plays like an eccentric character. And if you remember him in Almost Famous, he played that journalist Lester Bangs and he had like yeah. his behavior. He was so like just out there. And from what we gathered in the interview, Sean Delaney was kind of like out there. So maybe yeah, that. But I, I, I also think of like his great, like, I know he's obviously a serious actor. But yeah. I also thought of him like in, was it a long game Polly? Oh, jeez, Yeah. Yeah. When he sharded. I just sharded. I don't know what that means. I tried to fart and a little shit came out. Oh. I just sharded. And let's go. You're the most disgusting person I've ever met in my life. Right. Right, and he was playing basketball, and he was fucking chucking the ball off the fucking rim and stuff. Yep, yep. Um, you know, and he's done other things where, I, I guess, what I was gonna say is, I, I 
Sean seems like a bigger man, like like a yeah, kind of like a physically taller. bigger, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and kind of, but not a goofball. Whereas right. I think if he's playing Philip Seymour Hoffman would be play it more eccentric, like more of a goofball, maybe versus like Sean knew what he was doing. He wasn't goofy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not a description I would use or weird. Like he was, uh, you know, in his own kind of place. But he was confident when he was running shit with and doing his stuff with Kiss. He was confident in what he was doing. Yeah, he wasn't like you know, like what the fuck's this guy up to? Right. So another one is uh, Graham Richley. Interesting episode. We'll have to look up the book. Made me wince with the song and album choices for the Murph questions, but no wrong answers, right? Yeah, well, I think I, I was wondering if maybe because of his closeness to Sean Delaney is why he picked Gene Simmons. Because I'll tell you right now, I don't think we're going to have one other guest answer Gene Simmons off the, his first choice for favorite Kiss album. But, you know, everybody's got their own thing. It's Sean Delaney's produced album. Exactly. Right? Yep, it's exactly. Yep. So that was uh, off of Facebook. We also got a, a bunch of uh, YouTube comments. So people are checking out the YouTube, subscribing, and uh, actually, you know, watching it. Uh, sometimes people like that rather than the podcast, and they're making some comments here. So the first one's from our favorite Marty White, a fascinating interview. I would have liked to know why Sean thought Elvis was still alive. Despite my avatar, Gene is my favorite member too. But let's face it, he's responsible for boomerang. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is uh, true. And God bless the king of rock and roll, the only yeah. king. August 16th was his uh, anniversary death. That's right. Roger Bernard, awesome episode. Hand clap emoji. I have to read the book again now. I knew Sean back in the 90s where I lived in Phoenix and today. I heard new information about Sean because of your podcast. Having Brian tell his story was so rewarding. Thank you for the work you are doing. You are very appreciated. Wow. Wow. Jeez. Thanks, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. We're Thank you very much. That shit like that. Yeah. You never anticipate when you do a podcast that someone's going to say, I, I appreciate it. So that's very kind of you. That's and great. Thank you. Tom, you've got a bunch of stuff from um, yeah, Twitter, sir. but yep. let's, some, uh, let's get to some of the good ones. Yeah, some things on Twitter. So our buddy Tom Dust, he said, I didn't know this book even existed. I do now, and it's on order. Thank you. And that, and that was great. That's one of the reasons why we had Brian on. Yep. And then uh, and then uh, the great uh, Pod of Thunder chimes in and says, Brian owes Shouted Out Loudcast a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> DG from Tennessee. Another great episode. It's become my Saturday morning thing. Front porch swing, cup of coffee, and shouted out loudcast. We'll be buying the book too. Wow, that's like a sounds like a Folgers commercial. We can have Paul Stanley sing his version. DG just swinging back and forth, listening to us. You know, talking kiss. What 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 better than what's better he than needs that? To hang out with Murph, and that's Murph Saturday kind of tradition too. Now that is true. Saturday morning cup of coffee, cutting his using his weed whacker or whatever the fuck he does in the backyard. Uh, Howdy, we neighbor. Got- Idly ho (laughs) Then this is from Unsound Rob Painted my living room all day Insert paint joke there Listened to the new episode twice And ordered the book Awesome episode Wow Twice and ordered the book Thank you buddy That's awesome Uh, John Avery Wow What an amazing and fascinating episode And interview with Brian I will be ordering the book shortly And I'm looking forward to reading all of Sean's stories 
This is another great example as to why podcasts are so much better than TV or radio. Great job, guys. Thank you. All Dude, right. Thank you. The comments this week are insane. huh? And, yeah. And then Shane Swan. Great interview, guys. Loved it. Thank you for these continued new facts in the history. I didn't know. That's awesome. Thank you, Shane. That's great. That's the kind of, that, that's just why we do this. We just we love the band. We love this information. And we love sharing it with you guys. And that's why we had Brian on. I thought we do it for the money. We do. Yes, we do it for that nickel that we get from, uh, you know, Adam and Eve. <laughs> the fucking kiss dildo that we get. Right? Um, yep. And there's one other thing I want to add, Tom. And, uh, you know, there was a little back and forth. Uh, another, I don't even have to say his name because I don't no. want people to take it always as like, oh, what are you starting? I'm not starting shit. But uh, another prominent Twitter person out there. Is very knowledgeable on the band and obviously has a connection with them. And God bless him. He's, he's good. And he's been f- very kind to us. Made a comment that, you know, I kind of took offense to. And he said something like, oh, uh, you know, Sean has made something like many, many things that Sean has said are uh, be, to be untrue. And he's not a reliable source, capital N-O-T. And I found that to be kind of dismissive. And no offense to him. We did the research. We did the interview. It was a good interview. It was good research. It was uh, a very good uh, episode, if I might say, for us. And I found it kind of dismissive. So that's why I got a little bit annoyed. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. People comment about this episode in in your tweet. Yeah, but, you know, don't listen to anything that Sean's saying. Excuse me? Don't listen to anything Sean Delaney says verbatim from his mouth? But take somebody else from the internet and they're telling the truth. And so I kind of refuted that. And I said, well, what did he say? Well, he said that, uh, what was the argument he was, it was making? about the kiss logo? Yeah. And he said, well, he said that he was there. That logo came out before he was there. And I was like, yeah. And I screenshot the, the part of the book that said, here's how I heard about how they came up with it. I wasn't there for it, Sean says, but I know and I've heard this story told to me several times and the way they told it to me, there's no reason for me to not believe this is true. So I sent that to him. He's, oh, well, now all of a sudden the goalposts change. Well, you know, he said other things that aren't true. You know, they never played in the he's talks about and he's talked about this in um, kiss conventions about. The uh, the back of a live that's not them. Yep. He gave that people to a uh, Sticks concert. Like, well, you know, Sticks didn't play at this. But I'm like, okay, maybe a portion of that story is wrong. But I tend to believe what he's saying because there's a lot of facts to it, and we'll get into that episode at some point when we do the alive episode. There's a lot of facts about that that make more sense of what Sean says than anything else. Yep. But you know, I just found it to be a little bit. Oh, so we're not taking what he says. Well, he had a lot of bitterness and anger. Like, have you read the other four member of Kiss books? Well, that's what they're I was just going to say. Shit. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Anytime you have, unfortunately, we didn't have Sean on because Sean's passed. But anytime you have an author, in this case, Brian writing for Sean, you have to consider this. Like you said, you have to consider the source. It'd be like if we had Paul Stanley on the show, which obviously is never going to happen. And, and we interviewed him about his book. Yeah, there's going to be people like, are oh, you going to listen to him when he talks about Peter or when he talks about Kiss Meets the Phantom or the Pot? I mean, yeah, that's the source. So we're, we're talking about the source. Mm-hmm. And I understand that we're not Kiss experts per se, but we did have our guest was the person who knew Sean very, very, very well and wrote his book. So it's not like we had some random Facebook group 
fan on talking about Sean Delaney. So no, this is the author. This He's is the interviewed right. Sean for hundreds of hours. Correct. He has them on tape. He's right. an author. There's a protocol in a rule that he has to follow in right. order for him to be legit. And his thing was that he didn't want to put anything in the book that was not Sean's words. So that's why there's never, well, then Sean said, there's right. none of that. It's written as though Sean wrote it. He wrote it for Sean yep. using Sean's words. Sean had the book basically done, just didn't know how to organize it. Yeah. And that's where Brian came in and did a fantastic job. He did. And Brian was super kind with us, and we look forward to more stuff with them. And I don't want to get off too much of a rant, but you get the point. Yep. You know, it's just too much of that. You can look at all the KISS members shitting on each other. Who do you believe? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Let's get let's get back and circle back. What's going on in KISS World? Well, before we do that, I just want to give a couple, a little bit of random feedback on some other episodes. So uh, this is from Jeopardy. Sure. This is from Teddy Barnes' uh, email uh, about the Jeopardy episode. I love to Jeopardy, babe. You know that? Remember that fucking song was big in the 80s? Um, And we understand not everybody can respond in order. People have busy lives. So we appreciate any email we get whenever you send it. He said, Kiss Jeopardy was outstanding. I actually listened twice and checked some of the answers to make sure they were right. I got some OCD, too. You guys should do a live stream version. That way the listener can see the actual agony a contestant is going through. I responded to that email and said, Teddy, we have talked about that doing a live stream game. That would be, I think that would be awesome. So that's it for emails this week for show related. Uh, We got a, we got a big one that Zeus is going to read at the end um, just about the show. So usually after emails and feedback, we get into kiss world kiss news. Not a lot going on this week. Uh, specifically today, Wednesday, August 19th. But this week in general, were two anniversaries of two iconic photo shoots. The Harder Than Hell photo shoot, which is iconic and fucking crazy because it was the one where Paul was like shit-faced, like holding on to Peter's ass and the, you know, <laughs> and all that, all that shit. And then we had uh, the iconic uh, Kiss Alive 2 uh, gatefold and that entire photo session. Uh, that gave us all that, you know, that the the greatest gatefold in the history of uh, albums. That was yeah. all this. That was all this week. And the Alive Two photo session that was recorded um, August nineteenth, nineteen seventy seven. It was before a San Diego concert. They blew off all that pyro all at once to get that massive gatefold. So that was this week, and the Hotter Than Hell ones too. What do you think about both of those? Obviously, they're iconic. Oh yeah, I mean, you we could do things uh, episode which. Hint, hint, just on photo shoots, our favorites. Yep. Um, but that gatefold, you know, it's it's one of the reasons why Kiss is different than other bands. Whereas, you know, the Hotter Than Hell one, yeah, I mean, maybe uh, Sergeant Pepper's fucking photo shoot was crazy with drugs and groupies and orgies. Or maybe, so Hotter Than Hell could have been like other rock bands, photo shoots that got out of control and stuff. But how many rock bands have photo shoots like that fucking gatefold? Exactly. That's different. Yep. That's Classic. Sticks out a little Cl- more. Classic. Uh, and then other things in the news. Gene Simmons <laughs> from Kiss is selling one of his homes. Apparently he has a, I don't know, they're calling it like a hideaway, like getaway pad or something. A three-story home in Laurel Canyon, California, selling it for $2.2 million. And this is funny because I was reading some of the comments and they'd be like, well, that must be like a small house because there are friggin' houses in gangland LA that are selling for more than that. (laughs) 
Well, if you notice, though, the views are phenomenal in that place. Oh, oh sure. but now, but but of course, any any time a celebrity puts a house on the market, everybody gets all like, oh, are they hurting for money, or oh, are they moving, or oh, what's this, what's that? So who knows? Maybe he didn't want to be bothered with another house. Well, so I don't he's know. He's been taking a lot of photos up in uh, Canada. He took another one. Looked like an old man lost holding Shannon's fucking hand. I saw in that Canada. one too. Yep. So maybe the, you know they're spending more time up there. They don't need that house, so they're gonna freaking spend more time up in Canada. Yep. So that's, that's right. probably what you're looking at. Yep. Uh, and then oh. and it's uh, our buddy, <laughs> Pandemic Paul. He's back, um, offending his fans again. Uh, on Twitter, he said, "For years, the auto industry said buy American." I said, "When you manufacture world class cars, I'll buy them." For me, the 2020 Corvette C8 is beyond that. It raises the bar with cutting-edge technology. It's a machine I'm proud to drive, and it's drop-dead gorgeous. I love mine. And there he is posing in front of his Corvette. Okay, so my thinking is like he's posing up to somebody else's car. He looks like somebody would pose and put up their fucking dating profile and lean up against somebody else's Porsche and be like, Hey, what's happening? It doesn't look like it's his car. He's not in it. He looks like he's just leaning on it, but the crooked man's Corvette. What the fuck, dude, how fucking tone Tone deaf deaf. do you have to be at this point? And what's sad is there's so much kiss ass. Like I didn't want to, I don't want to comment because I don't want to get blocked by him. I don't. Yeah. So I don't say anything, but you got to be fucking tone deaf. The Kiss Army people, like his fans and our fans and all that, most of them are like, yeah, Paul, that's beautiful. Oh, Paul, that's so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. We're, like other people are like, are you fucking insane? People are dying. People have no money. People are getting evicted. And you're bragging that you just bought a brand new Corvette. All the people in those concerts, you know, the ones that you're holding up their tickets and not giving them refunds for, and, you know, those that are dying for money, you're bragging you just got a Corvette? Ugh. That was the first thing I thought of, too, and I said, and it was funny because I scroll, I was scrolling through the comments on Twitter and Facebook, and you're right. I thought I was a bootlicking Kiss fan. I am not. You guys listen to the show. You know that enough. But everyone's like, oh, Paul, that's gorgeous. That's beautiful. Good for you. Oh, that's all. Oh, I, I have. I had a Corvette, too, blah, blah, blah. And and, and, then, and then you read the other comments and, and the other people like, gee, Paul, that's real nice. I can't pay my friggin' rent because my restaurant closed two months ago. Yeah. You know, like all these. And, and again, I understand my, my thing is, and we've said this with Paul every time we talk about his tweets and his social media. Post whatever you want. Absolutely. But be prepared for kickback from your fans. And this is not the time to post a picture of you in front of a fucking Corvette. It's just not. And you just bought it. And, you know, for me, like, it's not up to your level. Well, sorry, I drive a shitbox because that's what I can afford. But how many many times have we described? How many times have we described Paul as tone deaf? But it's just one of those things that it's like, look at me. I only buy top notch. Look at me. Here's my fucking pasta bolognese i made with my fucking uh his other instagram photo i think he put up today last night or it was this morning or last night yeah it looks like the same photo he did last time that it's a bowl of, it's a bowl of fucking noodles and sauce settle <laughs> down Paul. Oh, no 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 then i put in the peas Ugh, give me a break dude 
Oh no, it's just it's it's, it's like a fucking meal from the Olive Garden. Oh, Relax, look, Paul. Yeah, and then look at me. I get interviewed about people, and I and I grew up with classical music. <laughs> I get like I grew up in the house with it. Like, dude. Stop trying to tell us how fucking artistic you are and how you're a renaissance man and how you're so above this stuff. Like, I wouldn't be caught dead in this. Like, go fuck yourself at this point. I'm almost like ready to say it's the same shit in me. It's the same reason why whenever he does interviews, we talk about that Dan Rather interview. Oh, he's in his finely ornate decorated living room. No sign of kiss anything. I'm Paul Stanley. Oh, look at yeah. the, the only thing I have in here is a painting in this fine furniture w- yeah. with wood taken from the Brazilian rainforest that I carved on, my, you know, I mean, fucking dude. Wow. It's like somebody got a name, Woodshot. <laughs> yeah, it's always been kind of a hobby. I whittled that out of beech wood. Huh, it's beautiful. So, yeah. so what got you into uh, carpentering? Carpentering? You're the fucking star child. Relax. Exactly. You fucking wrote crappy fucking songs that we love. Exactly. Stick to that with right. your fucking crooked face. Yeah. And now you can go now. Shit. Get in your Corvette and go hit the highway doing sixty nine. All right. <laughs> just, just fucking so. <laughs> I'm just. I've had it. I'm just. I'm like now. It's like roles reverse. You're I know. The for me, and now it's me that's had it with him because I'm fucking I'm, Asta, and I'm a fucking artist, and I've got a Corvette, and he's got like his hair blowing back, like he's got a fan on himself taking that photo with the Corvette. Oh, it looks like one of those, like you know, when you yeah. see those, like those those auto shows on the rotating platforms, and there's like a hot girl <laughs> standing next to the car. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> somebody and some, somebody said this on social media i think i brought up last week w- get used to this there's no kiss concerts for like another fucking year it's oh. brutal brutal and uh we had one other little bit of information that we want to share with you good friend of the show carrie stevens released her brand new book unrated revelations of a rock and roll centerfold. Mm-mm-mm. Oh yes, she did. Oh, but, but not this cover. But not only is the book exciting and the story is going to be great, but what's the big deal about that book? Oh. Well, besides the cover and uh excuse me, I need to take a minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> in the acknowledgments, she lists People in there that were obviously, you know, in an acknowledgement, you obviously put people that are important to you and helped you out in the book. She obviously said, you know, the first one goes to Eric's family, of course. Um, And then she starts in with some other very important people in her life, like Bruce and Gary Corbin, his wife and stuff. But then she gets to fellow friends. The next paragraph, Chris Jericho, better known as. Chris Jericho, <laughs> the Godfather themed musician Joey Casara, <laughs> fucking Stewart, 
Todd Billets, Monsters of Rock. And who's that after that? Looks familiar. Shout it out loud, Cass. <laughs> the, the Kiss Army and the Kiss fans all over the world for keeping Eric Carr's memory alive. Special thank you to Eric Singer. Um, we are honored to be in the book. Uh, Carrie's been awesome to us. She is awesome. We just both got it on Monday. No, actually, I got mine on Sunday. We got it on Sunday. Yep. Already banged out a few chapters. It's fucking good. Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, you read it and you're, you're, when you start, you're like, oh, what's this going to be about? Is it going to be? She does not let go. Uh, she goes right in. She talks just like you would expect her to talk. She does not hold back, not pull any punches. Talk no, fil- no, no filter. None. None. <laughs> the shit that, uh, like, I read, like, never mind the kiss stuff, but the rest of the stuff is fascinating stuff. I'm only into, like, I'm only up to chapter. I just finished chapter three, Tom. Okay. I'm already like, holy fuck. Yeah. I don't know about you. What are you? What I, are think you I'm on, I think I'm on chapter four. I think I just finished chapter four. And uh, early on in the book, and I'm already getting some revelations about some stuff. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. It's amazing. Filled with Eric Carr, Kiss stuff in there. Yeah. Rock and roll stuff. Fascinating story. Uh, guys, jump on this book. It's awesome. Yep. It's awesome. Absolutely. And again, we're, we were very honored and very grateful and thankful to be in, to be a part of that crew there. So that was, that was, that was amazing. Yeah. Carrie's awesome. She's great. And she's awesome to the kiss, uh, the kiss army and the kiss army loves her as well. Ooh. And speak, speaking of Carrie. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) What a good, good segue. Oh, Carrie Stevens. Ooh. Talking about that and looking at that book, Woo. you got to go to got to go to adamandeve.com to take care of that. A little perspiration there, Tom. <laughs> exactly. It's a kind of situation and I need some perspiration <laughs> because. Wait, free- wait, wait. wait. Oh, go ahead. You know, wave your panties in the air. Lick your <laughs> lips and shake your hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you spread a little oil. Yeah, my blood begins to boil. Oh boy. Because free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Use promo code LOUDCAST at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and the six free spicy movies and free shipping that is promo code loudcast at checkout at adamandeve.com yeah so tom kiss draft seven what do we got talk to me so this time from a question uh from i think uh um jeopardy a a jeopardy question posed by mr sunny hollywood poony was one of the categories yep yeah, we all know Sonny Pooney, right? And Sonny Pooney, what a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> yeah, we know what Chris thinks about him. Um, kiss songs with one word. Mm-hmm. I did the math. 34 songs. I'm not counting Acrobat and Lita. You want to do it? I don't think anyone's going to draft it. We can say 36 if you want. Lita? <laughs> Come to Florida. 
We miss you. Hello? Yeah? Pablo, honey? Yeah? Please, honey, come down to Florida. Huh? Come to Florida, honey. We miss you. Yeah, who's this? Pablo, honey? You washing your ass, Pablo? Who is this? Keep yourself clean, honey? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't uh, believe it when, when when we came up with this idea. I'm like, 34 one-word song titles. That is unbelievable. Yeah. So we're going to do a kiss draft with these words. Yep. And based uh, on our previous drafts, we usually go 12, 12 rounds. And uh, we probably should have done our homework and figured out who went first last time, but we didn't. So... I will give you the first choice, Tom. You sure you don't want to do a coin flip? Do a coin flip. Because you know why? Uh, I was going to say, don't do a coin flip. You know why? Because I bet you none of us have one. Nope, but I got my phone in front of me with the online coin flip app right here that I can use. All right. Unless you uh, unless yeah. you want to. Uh, I'll call it. Okay. Call it right uh, now. Obviously, everybody takes heads. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And it is heads. I can show you right there. You can see it. Well, you don't have to prove it to me since I won. 
Yeah, exactly. So you got heads, which means you go first. So should I be a complete fucking dick? Because I know exactly what your number one is. There's not even a question of it. Since we did a live stream and a fucking album review, and I know your fucking album songs, your favorite songs, and it's on here. It might not be number one, though. Um, There's no fucking way it's not number one. Hmm. Interesting. Um, do I really care that it's number one? But what are you going to steal from me? I don't think you're going to steal shit from me. So should I be a fucking dick? Yeah, I'll be a dick. I'm going to take Deuce as my number one pick. Actually, uh, that's fine. If you like that song, you just made my number one pick easier because since we came up with this topic, I was flip-flopping between Deuce and then the the other song. I know you like Deuce. It's iconic. It's legendary. I probably, I think I like it a little bit more than you, but that's okay. You can have it. We all love Deuce. I know where you're going with next. Yes, because, because here is my number one. And it's the probably the other greatest Gene song ever made, and that is Unholy. Yeah. 
So all week long, I was thinking, do I go Deuce or Unholy? I'm like, I got to go Deuce because it's just iconic. It's fir- first album. But this is why I'm not the same way about these songs. Go ahead. You are. If I'm you, I like that I don't have the first pick. Even if you got the first pick, I would have deferred. I would have been yeah. like, no, let you pick because then I can feel better by not choosing between them. I'm going to take the leftover. So that, it's that's not why- really a loss for you. No, no, but then that's why I'm glad you took it because it just made it easier for me. But that's okay. So we got we got that out we we, we we got that out of the way. Now this is going to be interesting to see how it goes because I will say this: we could do so. We're doing a 12 song draft. We could do a 12 song draft of shitty one word song titles <laughs> songs. <laughs> I I could not believe when I went through this. How you have some of the all-time greatest in some absolute trash on this list, but that's okay. Go ahead. All right. With the second pick of this, I'm going to take this. I'm sticking with Gene. I'm going radioactive. Wow. Wow. You know, that I'll be honest with you, those are surprise picks for me. But I like what you're doing because it's draft strategy. You know I like Deuce. You know I like radioactive. I know you're a Gene guy. Yep. Yep. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I, this is gonna be a this is gonna be interesting because there's a lot of good to great stuff here, and then there's a lot of kind of eh. Boomerang, boomerang is still out there. Yeah, boomerang can stay there. I think we're going to keep the gene train going.
with my number two pick in the draft, I'm going Parasite. And that is shocking. I don't think we've ever done a draft where the first four picks are all Gene. Yeah. Interesting. I Very, would say that. Yep. Definitely interesting. Yep. Oh, man. This was, is fucking was that a, tough. Was that a potential steal or did you have? I'm sure I you would, had, I would have picked it, obviously, my okay. 12. Okay. Um, yeah. But I have other things I, I'm probably leaning towards ahead of this. Okay. So there is stuff that I know you won't touch. So and vice, I, vice versa as well. Yep. And so I'm trying to stay away from those. I'm going with what you'll take. Uh, yeah, but are you taking songs you like, or are you just are you just being Sunny Booty right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're you're gonna end up you're gonna your your, your list is gonna be like, yeah, these are all songs Tom likes. <laughs> I don't, and I'll never play this album again. I'm just gonna say I don't like any I don't like any of these songs. I know Zeus <laughs> likes them. Fuck them. You know, he's, I, I don't even really work here. <laughs> That's what makes this so difficult. <laughs> all right, Tom, with my. Third pick, I'm going with this. Classic firehouse. God, now you're stealing shit on purpose. You know, I should be a dick and just steal the one that I know you want, even though I don't even like it, but I won't because I'm a good person. I'm a good, I'm a good friend and I won't do that. <laughs> I never thought you would take firehouse that high. I love that song. Love I know that. you like that song. Yeah. I don't think you would take it that high. No, this is, I tough. know you like, it, so I was concerned you'd take it later on. I love this. You know where I stand on firehouse. You know, yeah. I love that song. It's funny because I'm pretty sure, I mean, I'm just quickly gazing through this, 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 the one word song title, it encompasses their entire catalog. 
Yeah, it's not like so when they try to act grungy and you yeah. go to Carnival Souls, there's a yeah. lot on there. Right. But you know, but every three uh, right there, more, you know, that's a lot for if you compare the rest. Almost every album has at least one, sometimes yeah. more. Okay, so you just took Firehouse. So for me, I am at number three, and I am gonna go with this one. Sticking with the debut album, Strutter. Not Disco Strutter. <laughs> the OG Strutter. Um, OG Strutter. The OG Strutter. I love that song. I think I like that song a little bit more than you do, but I I, I just I love that song. Pisses me off they don't play it live. Pisses me off. Think about it. Every song we've said right now, with the exception of Deuce, they don't play live on the end of the road. Damn. Think well, of that. Keep that tradition going, Tom. Uh, I'm taking another song they won't play live. This. Oh. maligned the elder i wow with the fourth pick you take an i i thought you really liked that song so i wasn't sure i do yeah so i i, I like that song a lot there's a lot of albums we haven't touched so we don't know really that much of our opinion true I know your opinion more because you're more vocal but what you like 
but you don't know yeah. mine. Um, so there's a few of these here. Now, I know there's one out there for an album we didn't do that you love. Anytime we have a draft, you always take this. I know it's there, and I'm, I kind of like it, but I don't know if I want to take it early. But depends on how much of a dick I want to be. But you're up number four. Well, you, you, you're being dickish so far, but that's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, no, it's funny. Looking at this list, there's a couple songs here that I love that I know you would never touch. So I don't even need to go near them. But for number four, the only the the only one word song title off of this album. And here we go. flip-flop between whether or not it's my favorite song on the album but as a little kid i couldn't stop listening to it and that is charisma off of dynasty and zeus is nodding his head because he knew that was coming sooner or later yeah and that's what i was trying to do jedi mind tricks I, you know I, I don't i'm not a big fan of that song oh no I, I know i know you are yep. and so i'm like yeah maybe i do take that i don't know yep. love it charisma love it. huh yep I've just when I first got Dynasty when I was a little kid, I went. I was always always listening to "I Was Made for Loving You" and then always listening to Charisma. Gene just sounds great. All right, if you All notice, right. we took eight songs. Gene touches seven of them. That's insane. That that right? yeah, yeah. I think Firehouse is Strutter. Oh, that's right. Because there's some back. There's some co vocals there, like uh, in Firehouse. In Firehouse. That's right. Strutter's the only one that's all Paul. Right. Wow. That, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let's change it up now. So with the fifth pick, let's go here.
And I know you like mainline, Tom. I don't know if you're going to take it early to fuck with me back, but I, I had to take it. Nice, nice job playing defense because I do like you like that more than me, but I do like that song a lot. Yeah, do, I do like that a lot. Very underrated, uh, very, very underrated Peter song. Very early Kiss run. There's only two off the first three albums left, Tom. An wow. early Kiss run uh, going on right now. That is true. That oh, is. Oh, there's true. a run. There's a run on tight ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm looking I'm, again. It's draft strategy because me and you, we've done fantasy sports many times in our lives. So it's that that strategy thing. I thought this. I thought you would have maybe have have already taken this already, but um, I'm gonna take it right now. And uh, with my fifth pick, here I go. Only one off of the uh, Paul solo album. That is goodbye. And Zeus is hanging his head because I knew I knew you were going to yeah, take I that sooner or later. Yeah, um, yeah, we're we're big fans of that one. Great song, great song. Yeah, you took that earlier, I think, because you knew it was going to be gone. Yeah, you probably. Yep. I know you like other songs more than that. Oh yeah, yep. But I do love I, I do love goodbye. So I got to look and see what you would take. Yep, that I need to protect. It's all about defense here. There's, I think there's two, maybe three songs that you would never touch. Like ne- We could do a 20-song draft, and I don't think you would take them. Yeah, so I'm going to go over here with the sixth pick. Okay. I'm going to take this. I got to tell you what I'm feeling inside. I can lie to myself, but it's There's no denying when I look in your eyes Girl, I'm out of my head over you Now it's so long believing all of this line But everything about you is telling me this time is forever This time I know it, there's no doubt in my mind Forever 
a more modern song. I'm going to take forever. Oh, good. Good one. That was on my list. Yep. I knew that wasn't going to last too, too long. Yeah. Okay. Get the Paul ballad in there. Yep. Nope. Absolutely. Oh boy. Okay. Six. All right. This is unbelievable. I'm going to keep the gene train going here with my sixth pick. Here we go. to kill she <laughs> i thought i could get away with that a little longer i know i'm I, I, yeah that was hanging around too long too long and i couldn't risk it so um, she off a of dress to kill that was my next one or two pick i would have taken it because I, I i i thought i might be able to squeeze another round out of this yep before you jumped on it Fuck. okay all right all right. So again, I got to go with what things that I know you might or I might think at this point, I'm thinking you might take. Yep. Or what I like. So I have the number seventh pick. Okay. Let's go with this. She's a killer, bitches insane, she deals in pain She's a killer, ooh, she'll punch and bleed And she'll watch and bleed So I'm feeling with gene off of creatures of the night killer oh god damn you that's a steal that's a steal you like it i wasn't yeah, sure yet i'm not a huge you know how i feel about creatures but i love that song the lyrics oh gene sounds great that's that's a good that's a steal the riff is awesome yep yep that's a definite steal all right so i'm at number seven 
Okay. 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 Uh, all right. We're going to take, we're going to go, uh, God, I don't think I have anything. I have one non makeup song. All right. Let's make it two. Let's go with this one. Off of the album Exciter. Yes. I knew it. I knew, it. I knew <laughs> I would, it wouldn't last. Motherfucker. I Damn. I'm, I'm, but, stealing, I'm stealing a lot from you. See, that makes me happy. That's payback for you stealing my number one. See, I was thinking I'll take the Gene Track Killer before I'll take Exciter. It was like back and forth between those two. I probably I, would. I probably would have taken if you took. It, it would have been flip flop because those would have going to be my next two picks. So we're, we're, wow. we're dig- we're, yeah, we're digging deep here now. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much set. I think I know where I'm going to go next. Okay. Um, and I got to go with what I think you would take. I know I have four songs I want to take. I know you you've been vocal that you hate these songs. <laughs> not that you don't like it, or I'm not sure you're vocal that you hate them. There's literally four songs here that if, if, if we had a 34 song draft, I don't even know if I'd pick them. So I, I'm thinking out, out loud here. Cause I, I've got, a, I've got one song that I've got to pick that you might take. I know you're not taking these four okay. and I want them. So I've got to figure out what song do I want? Okay. And I have a choice here. And so which one do I like better? All right. I'll, let's go with this. of revenge i love this song paralyzed 
Oh, wow. You caught me there. Wow. Really? Yeah. I like it. I'll tell you right now. I absolutely love that song too, but that's, you're right. I think not having done the revenge album review yet. We don't know how each one of us feels about a lot of the stuff Mm -hmm. on there. Yeah. Great. That's a great song. That that's a good one. That was, that was, that could have been a potential steal. Again, I went with what am I, uh, what are you going to take that I like? Yep. Not that I don't like them, but you're up. Okay. Let's stay in the uh, non-makeup era, and my number eight is going to be this. One of the many off of Carnival of Souls, and that is Jungle. Whoa! Yep. I didn't think you would go that over uh, the other one on there that's available. Well, the reason I was I was kind of playing a little bit of defense. I'm like, I like all those other songs, but I'm I'm thinking Jungle may be the only one that you might like because it's Paul. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Carnival when we get to it. I'm trying to. Yep. Be a little coy at this point, Tom. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to take songs you'll never take. I think we're. Um, I think we might be approaching. That and too. I think yep. you you can take what you want now. You don't yep. have to play defense. You're going to take what you want. I'm going to take what I want. Okay. And there's going to be some good songs that people are going to be like, "You fucking." T- I like these songs better. Yep. Um, okay. So with the ninth song, I'm taking this. <laughs>
of Creatures of the Night, Danger. Oh, look, I, oh, the one of drums, the, one the of vocals, the, the guitar are fucking off the chart. Okay, here's my problem with that you song. Hate that chorus. I know. One of the worst choruses in all of Kiss. Usually, I don't like non-rhyming choruses of Paul's. Like, I, you're in the side, right? Yeah. yeah. This one's danger, danger. Yep. But the choruses, you're right. It, the, the, the song is not bad. But it's just danger that... for badger and the drums. Yep. Fucking insane. And then when the guitar picks up, oh, my God. It's insane. It's a good song. No, I I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, fruitcake. I, I hear you, fruitcake. Yeah, I hear you, fruitcake. You got to help me out, though, if you could. I would. Number All right. nine to you. Number nine. To, so I got three left. Oh, shit. God, I only got three left. I had, There's actually a lot of songs left here that I want to throw onto this list, but I'm going to go with this one. Back-to-back picks off a of carnival. I know people don't like this album, but I love this song. The drums, especially, and that is hate off of Carnival of Souls. I definitely thought you were going to take hate earlier. Yeah, I love Gene. I love the drum that that the way that Eric is just killing the drums and that. I just it, 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 to me that's a good song. I know people have their opinions on uh on Carnival, but that's okay. And so, by right. the way, by the way, now I have three songs left. I still can't count even on even when it's not a game show. I still can't count. That's okay. Okay. All right. Number 10 for me. Yep. Is this.
sticking with Gene. Uh oh. Within. Yeah. I oh. Kevin Valentine. I love the fucking drums of this. I wanna and the drum just kicks in. It just sounds yep. so fucking massive. Yeah. I know you don't like the verses and the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. All without pasta. We saw them. We saw that when we saw them on the Psycho Circus tour, they played this. Did we see him on the Psycho Circus tour? I saw them on the Psycho Circus tour. Maybe you I, didn't, maybe maybe you weren't with me. I don't know if I went with maybe Murph or somebody else, but I saw them on this tour and they played this really? live, live. The song is is amazing. Maybe I, maybe I did go. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't me. Maybe, maybe it wasn't you. <laughs> All right. So number ten. All right. Where are we going here with number ten? Let's see. Uh, I am going to go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way back. I'm going to go back to some early times of Kiss and go with this one. I know where you're going. with getaway from dress to kill yep love that song love so, any anything on dress to kill yep the first three albums gone yep not not a surprise yeah not a yeah. surprise that leaves me and i want to say the last three picks i have are all songs that people are going to be like what the fuck We've never reviewed these albums, so you guys don't know really my opinion, but I'm going to take these songs, So, and I don't give a fuck. I've drafted this song before. I shouldn't say that. Let's go. Number 11. Golden Girls theme song, Stand. 
so everybody's bad. favorite so song to shit on. <sighs> Fucking love it. The lyrics, the back and forth, and Paul and Gene love it. And I love Tommy's outro, the guitar. Oh my god, it's awesome. When you need me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Says it. Oh, God. And then Paul's lyric when he comes in, he goes, Ooh! <laughs> so bad. Oh, man. Oh, God. All right. I now I feel by myself, we'll drive, listen to the song, rock out. And when I hear Paul go, <laughs> by myself, I go, oh, oh God. exactly. Stop. <laughs> Stop laughing because I, I picture you looking at Yep. Looking at me laughing at it. Yeah, we've ruined. We both of us have ruined songs like from this from the show. Like, yeah. Uh, anyways, all right. Go ahead. Here's a song you know I love and I know you hate. So let, give me it and uh, let's make it back to back Catman picks. Oh. Personal favorite Peter song, and I know I take a beating for that from certain people, but I won't go to school again because I'm a hooligan. Oh wow! I, I love it. Love it. It's 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 been it's always been my favorite Peter song. But back to back, Catman. Yeah. Yep. So my last pick, Tom. Uh oh. I got the pick of the litter. Shandy. Bo- boomerang. <laughs> it's this. They try. 
That's right. I'm a freak. Oh, God. I was begging you. I was praying that you weren't going to do that. <sighs> you know what? I'm just going to save it until we get to the album review. I can't. I could do a whole episode on this song. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm a freak. I can't. I, I, I just, there's just too much. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> We're just laughing at the song. I, I think about our favorite band that we do a podcast. We're just laughing that I selected this. We're laughing at a so- bad. What about the rest of these songs we didn't touch? But go on, go on. You're up. No, I know. And I'm I'm going through two songs here. And uh, the, the two songs we're going to be fighting for my final spot. But. I'm going with this one. You hate it. You'll never take it. But it's probably my favorite song on the album. Here we go. right off of unmasked it's tomorrow so here's my thinking you probably like tomorrow better than a lot of these other songs but you know i wasn't going to take it oh i I knew that you were not going to take what like you said once i got to the once my the first half of my lift list was pretty much drafted i I knew that we were okay for the most part for the most part all right so so go ahead so i wouldn't take tomorrow i wouldn't have taken that oh i know there's a few songs left over we're gonna get shit for this Let's say honorable mentions. It, let's say we're going to stop at 12. We're not going to go 14. Or we're no. not going to go through the rest of this. But if I had the next pick, I would probably take Beth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If I had the next pick, if I had the next pick, it would have easily been Domino for me. Domino was fighting for that final spot with tomorrow, but I just like tomorrow okay. a little bit more. So you take Domino. I would then turn back and say, I would fuck you over and take spit. Yeah. I, I like, I like spit. Uh, whew, yikes. Um, I would probably have to go with Shandy after that, to be oh, honest with you. Fuck. I don't, I don't, obviously I'm not taking Odyssey. I'm not taking Betrayed. I'm not taking Boomerang. I'm not taking Dreaming. I'm not taking Ozone. Okay. So let's go. What's left. Okay. Go so ahead. For people out there. After I took Beth, you took Domino. I took Spit. You took Shandy for honorable mentions. Okay. Yep. So if that's the case, what's left is from 19 in the in the 70s, only one song would have been left. That's Ozone from yep. Aces. Ozone. Terrible song. And then the other one would be Makeup would be Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Nobody's fucking taking that. No. So then we go into non-makeup. You got Betrayed, Boomerang. Spit and Domino, we took an honorable mention. And Rain from Carnival of Souls and Dreamin'. Yep. Yeah. I, I I don't if I was 
forced to take some, one of those, it, it would. Oh God, that that's a rough bunch right there. I would have to go with rain, probably. I would take ozone. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, although, I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe betrayed, but I I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not, I'm, I, I don't I like take that. Fucking Odyssey before I would take dreaming. Oh, oh yeah, dreaming's that dreaming's terrible. Yeah. All right. So why don't you read your list? What do okay. you got? So my list is Deuce, Radioactive, Firehouse, I, Mainline, Forever, Killer, Paralyzed, Danger, Within, Stand, Freak. All right. And I got Unholy, Parasite, Strutter, Charisma, Goodbye, She, Exciter, Jungle, Hate, Getaway, Hooligan, Tomorrow. When we put up our poll, if we do this, what's the best song? We're also now, I can clip these. I can put these things up. I bet you they'll, people would like yours before they'll like mine. You have more favorable fucking songs. Uh, I don't know. I got two songs from Carnival of Souls on my list. That might yeah, be it. They don't, people don't like those songs, but they don't shit on those songs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're not yeah. fucking stuff like people will shit on Stand, Freak. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think the. I think honestly, I think the amount of people that like jungle and like hate probably have the same amount of people that like stand and freak. No. Seriously, these are fuck Tommy Thayer, Eric Singer songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eric Singer makeup, Eric Singer. That's true. That's true. So I don't know. I fucking found this fun. I thought this was strategy. Involved. I love drafts. I love drafts. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. This is why we have this KISS podcast, because the draft shit like this. Exactly. This is how we came up. I'm anxious for the yes. feedback on I'm I'm anxious for the feedback on this. If we post up the two lists and have that be a poll, maybe see, okay. see, see what people think. If I had to take my top ten songs and I have to say which songs you I would take from yours to put on mine, I would take Unholy, I would take Goodbye, and I would probably take maybe she and exciter maybe but definitely unholy and goodbye yeah i would take i would definitely take deuce firehouse killer you yeah. wouldn't take radioactive over no no, I, you no have? I yep no that was the other one i couldn't i slipped my mind no radioactive radioactive would, radioactive would have been a top two or three pick for me yeah and you would take freak over parasite right oh jesus christ oh god no <laughs> god. oh god oh god no no the song makes me nervous it's so bad anyway uh, Tom. So, that was fun. I love it. Love the drafts. So after this, Tom, we usually go into question. You got one for us? We do. Uh, let's see what we got here. So this is a question that was asked r- a really long time ago from our good friend from Italy, David Zanet. We okay. love David. We love David. Um, yes, we do. So his, his, uh, I'll sum it up. He wants to know, what do you think the, in, in, you know, a serious kind of assessment of, the value of Ace in the band in terms of riffs, in terms of contribution to the band, in terms of like his stage presence. Like, was he just there to just play the guitar and write songs or where, where do we think he fit into, into that, those early years in terms of what he meant to kiss? He's the third most important person in the band. They would have made it without him. I think they'll be, he was innovative. He was different, but Grass is always greener, I always think. And so, like, let's say they didn't have him, they had a different guitars, maybe it wouldn't be as good. Maybe they wouldn't come up with some other great riffs. They wouldn't have Cold Gin 
Parasite. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, other songs that they wouldn't have in their repertoire because of him shock me. But what if they had another fucking young gun stud? You don't think, okay, no offense, but you don't think Bob Kulik would have been a fucking great guitar player for them? I think the thing that Ace added is exactly why he was needed to be in the band. I think he gave them that, for lack of a bit, to kind of comment what Paul says in extreme close-up, you know, flashing balls. Like he gave them that, like, that, that rebel ballsy kind of sloppy guitar player who could riff in solo and just like, I, I don't, they, they, Bob Kulik, we love Bob Kulik, rest in peace, extremely talented, but obviously we didn't get to see him. So we don't know, but what we do know of Ace, his, his presence on the stage and his songwriting and his, his, his unique ability, the way he played, I think he was key to that band that you didn't have, you know, just some kind of like noodling guy, some kind of guitar God, some, you know, like an Eddie Van Halen kind of guy. You had a guy who could do that, but then he could just riff and like shock me, parasite, call him Dr. Love, all those solos, you know, again, I say grass is always greener, right? So maybe, maybe, maybe they had somebody else a little bit more assertive. He was submissive to those guys. He let them run the show. He like, all right, you guys fucking take over the stage. Uh, you guys write the songs, you know, I got one song for you. Maybe somebody else, all of a sudden they start fighting. Like he let them do it. And then he had his kind of own thing he did on the side. But what if he, what if he was, uh, if, what if, think of how creative Gene and Paul are. What if you had somebody that was almost as creative as them and got involved as that? What if it was a really an Eddie Van Halen, but, or a Vinnie Vincent back in those days? Like, where's the spotlight? Imagine the fights with Paul in the stage, like. Even Gene is just like, you know, I'm doing my thing, but Paul controls the mic. Paul's the fucking stage, you know, the ringmaster to this show. But you're right. Maybe, I think maybe a big flashier guitar player would be like, attention on me would fucking get the band to be fighting. Ace did his thing, quick solo, fucking flash did his stuff, and then quickly back to Paul and Gene. It's true. Ace, I think Ace's passivity or whatever you want to call it, I think he led that was a key to that. That was a key to that success. That six album run alive, alive two, and those class, that classic six. Cause you're right. He didn't care. He's like, ah, do it, do what you want. Here's a couple songs. I'm just going to get shit face and riff when we go on stage and I'm going to record, you know, fucking lying on my back on all this other crazy shit because he wasn't like this technical. He didn't, he didn't care about, you know, production and, and, and being, you know, on point and being sober. You know what I mean? Where's my fucking solo? Right. Like who's fucking with my shit? Right. I don't know. The stones or the Beatles and fucking shit. And people would be like amongst the band, like, uh, uh, that's my part of the song. I need that to be given some light. Maybe another artist, somebody else would, there'd be more tension in the band asking for more. He let shit go. That's why I think if there was somebody else, you know, it's a 50-50 shot. If there was somebody else, would it be just as good as a guitar player? Maybe they could have contributed more. And then Paul and Gene wouldn't have been such an asshole. But maybe it would have just been like, okay, they, you know, they fucking butted heads and they kicked that guitarist out after two songs. And they brought another guy back. Remember, he lasted for as long as he did. And the only other person that did that is another kind of nice guy, Bruce. And another guy, Tommy. Yep. The flashy guy. You never know with Mark St. John, but he doesn't seem like a fucking, he didn't seem like a, uh, like a voiceless guy, uh, somebody that was like, right. Going to try to steal this show. 
Vinny, that didn't work. We saw what happened when Vinny was like, uh-uh, attention on me. Well, that's what that I mean. Imagine fly with Kiss. Imagine if Vinny was from. Imagine if Vinny was with Kiss from the get go. It'd be a fucking never ending uh, circus of people in and out of the lineup. Exactly. So right? I think that I, I think that's the value of Ace. That, so I think. Nothing, think about it. You've got how many guitarists in Kiss now? Lead guitarist Ace, Mark yeah. Saint, Mar- Mark Saint John, Vinny Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Tommy Thayer. Yeah, that's five. Yeah. Okay. I would say four of those five. We're easygoing, passive personalities. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Nice guys or like Ace is not a fucking going to go in and start shitting and no. throwing stuff around and making demands. Right. Right. He's the lazy fuck that doesn't want to do all the work. So because he's a lazy fuck, he let them take over. Well, I don't want to. Well, uh, do you want to do some of this? You can be an equal partner in this. Well, I right. don't want to do all that work. Fuck it. <laughs> you guys do it. But that's um, how that's it, how that's how talented Ace was, though. He could just be like that. I mean, we we hear we see these interviews and these stories about him now. He's like, Yeah, I haven't picked up a guitar in like a month, even though I got a fucking concert next week. Yeah, like, I don't fucking practice. practice. Right. Right. Because so, that's him. Yeah. But but it's funny. It's funny. Thinking of this question from David, and thank you, buddy. We love you, David. Early on, when this show started, we did a Peter Chris episode. Yes, Remember that? It was just, we talked about Peter. We ranked his yep. songs. Maybe down the road, we'll get back to those those member-specific episodes and and, yep. and spend a lot more time digging into Ace and, and what he meant to the band. But I think we just did a nice little summary right there. Yeah, everybody's different. Um, but it is funny, though, if you think about it, the one gu- guitarist that was like lead guitarist syndrome, do you think C.C. DeVille, if he was good, uh, would have made it in Kiss, or would Paul have been get the fuck out of here? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Right? Yeah. No, I know. He ain't fine for that shit. Well, CC Deville's a fucking horrible <laughs> poison. Jesus Christ! All right, thank you for the question, David. We love you, brother. Absolutely. Yep. Tom, where can people find us? So uh, send us the emails, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. We'll read them on the air. We'll respond to them. Send us feedback, comments, episode ideas, whatever you want. Uh, and we're all, we're on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, reach out again, comment, tell us what you like, what you don't like, whatever. Um, and our show can be, uh, we're part of the great Pantheon podcast uh, network of shows and you can find us everywhere. Apple, um, iTunes, you know, obviously Spotify, Google play, all those places were everywhere. <clears throat> and we also have an awesome Facebook group too. the shout it out loudcasters. Great place for people to just share their love of the band, pictures, articles, comments, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and if you love, uh, cool t-shirts and cool gear and cool graphics, visit our buddy, Ed click T shop, click T shop.com. Click with a K. He has amazing kiss inspired gear. And uh, he also sells awesome shout it out loudcast gear too. And uh, we love Ed, great friend of the show. So give Ed your business. Visit him, clicktshop.com. And I always like to uh, piggyback on that, Tom, and say tell people to uh, give us those five star, star. child reviews and um, on iTunes, on Stitcher, Spotify podchaser.com is another great place. We love when you guys go on there and give her five-star reviews, even on Facebook or shoot us a, a direct message on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. We get those stuff 
all the time and it's actually really appreciated and uh we always try to get back to everybody so thank you when you do get to us so um tom before we get into our famous last words i did want to read an email please do and yeah we got this email and it's one of those that when we get that one of us will text the other person hey did you read this yet because we share the same email so one of us could have opened it and if you open it, it doesn't look like it's a new message to me, so I can miss it. Yep. So we both read it, and we're like, holy shit. So this is from Scott Wheeler. We got this on Sunday. So remember now, we also just did our live cast episode with Steve uh, from Potter Than Hell, Sonny, obviously, with us. And we went over, again, the albums that we reviewed on a live cast. That was three hours, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> that started off and it was just kiss discussion. Yep. Absolutely loved it. We had a ton. That's probably our most watched live cast, our most interacted live cast. So we appreciate you guys doing that. We think that, you know, give us give you guys a couple of days to know we're not going to promote it for like two weeks, three weeks. Sometimes it's just everyone's schedule fixes and works and we're like, hey, you guys want to talk about it? We don't want to push it too much. We want to make it organic. And this one was awesome. We had so much fun doing it. Tons of interaction. So thank you for those that were on there. Much appreciated. And so jumping back, I'm going to get back to this email that I said I was going to read that I got off track. But anyway, (laughs) this is from Scott Wheeler. No subject. So that always makes me curious. Um, (laughs) Hey, guys. Since this pandemic hit, I stumbled across your podcast. I spent so much of my free time listening to you and catching up on old shows. I have about 30 more episodes to go, though. How are you guys not DJs with a morning drive time show? Oh, boy. Uh, We do have somebody like that that's on our Pantheon podcast network right now with us. And that is Mike, right? That's right. Mike Shue used to be on uh, WAAF in Boston, and now he's doing the Neil Young podcast. Yeah, on Pantheon Podcast. If you like Neil Young, go listen to him. And he just got on, I believe, with um, The Pike, uh, that radio station. So he's doing that. So, yeah, we have no experience as a DJ. We don't know anything about that kind of stuff. So uh, those are professionals. How are you guys not DJs with the Morning Drive Time Show? You're better than anything on the FM radio and have more chemistry than well-paid drive time DJs. I love your album's reviews. That's where I started off with your previous podcast. Some of my favorite shows are the Valentine's Day episode, Chris Jericho, the smashes, thrashes, and shit. <laughs> Spent my time cutting the grass. Everybody loves to cut their lawn to us again. Seriously. <laughs> um, and laughing my ass off at this episode. My neighbors were, was wondering why I enjoyed cutting the grass so much. <laughs> I am now working my way through the non-Kiss album reviews. How about an Alice Cooper review? I wanted to thank you for the hours of enjoyment and laughs you provided over the spring and the summer. This is the best podcast I've listened to and easily the best kiss podcast out there. I've been saving some random thoughts on old episodes and just had to share them with you below. Still laughing at your comment that Gene is wearing mom jeans <laughs> in the high <laughs> your heart video. Fucking poor Gene. He did have those jeans hiked so far up his ass. It was wiping his pancreas. Um, 
Pandemic Paul rants leave me rolling every time. Well, you got one today. Yep. If I was still in college, we would have had a game where everyone would drink when one of you guys had settled down. (laughs) We really need an episode with you guys just reading from Kiss autobiographies and doing their voices, especially Ace. (laughs) Way too hard on Cycle Circus. There are some good tunes. Number one, Tom is hard on the album. I am hard on the song, right? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Had forgotten about the Ace song in your face. It's My Life is a great song. Should have been a Kiss hit. Yes. You guys like Unmasked in Dynasty way too much. That's me. That was the beginning of the end. It's like admiring the ice. I think he's trying to say Berg, but he said ice book. Uh, from the deck of the Titanic, cool iceberg, but you're about to be sunk. <laughs> Love that you ask guests about their favorite songs, members, etc. In other words, the Murph questions. Yep. I get the biggest kick out of hearing how other people came to find the band and their take on the band. Anyways, so let's get to the last part of this. My last thought on a way too long email is that I'm just so thrilled that you love non-makeup kiss in all the versions of kiss i am a fan beginning in 1977 when i first saw them live and i followed them tirelessly since then through all the ups and downs lineup changes successes and tragedies it is really unexplained an unexplainable bond with fans in the band my best friend is also a kiss fanatic and we have been to countless shows Thanks for being the bright spot in an otherwise lousy year. You guys are the best, Scott. My God. Scott, I don't know what to say to an email like that other than thank you. I feel like a, a thank you doesn't do that email justice. So I can't thank you enough and appreciate those kind words. That that means a lot. That's all I can say. Yeah, I love that you you know, brought up some fun memories and stuff that we talked about. That yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we do say settle down a lot. We do have different opinions and we do have, you know, I- I'm not shy to say, Tom, we do have some chemistry and that's because we were friends when we did this. Absolutely. Yeah. Strangers. We're not, Hey, I like kiss. You like kiss. I met you at rock and pod. You want to do right. this? We say this all the time. This is us. Even when we're not record, like nothing here is like staged or scripted. This is how we talk. Even when they're not recording. So what you're hearing is just the record button being pressed. Yeah. We have a third friend that comes out with us and we do stuff with him. Yeah. We go out drinking and go out for a meal and stuff. His name is Jim. Uh, And Jimmy is in the, this is his wheelhouse. Not so much kiss. He likes a few. They like some of the makeup, non-makeup stuff era, but this is all we would do with a third person. And we would just shit on each other's opinions or be like, yeah, that's the fucking best song. And it's always funny because it would be like, it's always two against one. Always. It's never just all three of us. Like, well, I shouldn't say that. It's never like all three of us really hate this. It's usually two against one. Yep. Um, And it's usually me and Jimmy ganging up on you. Yeah. (laughs) Like you guys like a lot more of like the fucking um, like Metallica stuff. The 2000 above bands. Where yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. that shit's just terrible. Uh, <laughs> and and no, but he likes the Scorpions like me. That's true. You, right? Yeah. And he likes some of those other ones that you're like, oh, that's awful. Um, Sticks. 
<laughs> yeah, I like sticks. He I know. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is how we are. This is how it goes. And this is why I think this kind of works. You either get our sense of humor or you don't. Right. Um, we've talked about this a million times. How many kiss podcasts are out there? You and, have and, your choices and they're all different. They all offer something totally different. And, yeah. And that's great. That's what makes it great. Yep. Yeah. I can't sit there and say, Oh, we're better than them. We're different than them. That's it. Yep. Right. Exactly. I don't think anybody's better than anybody. I just think we're different. And I think we're a little bit more different than others. And we like to mix it up and come up with some more creative stuff. And we, know where we stand. There's no foot rubs in this episode, in this uh, episode or any of our episodes. We're pretty Correct. blunt. Correct. That is, that is right. Yep. So that's it for I rant Tom. What we end up with usually is at the end, we do famous last words. You got one? Oh, yes. Oh, she guarantees you'll suffer with desire. Wicked queen, night machine. She'll make you walk through fire. Fire. Good song. Oh, yeah. Some of Gene's greatest lyrics in that song. Oh, so good. So I'm wondering whether I do it in a voice or not. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm going to do There's two verses here. I'm going to do one in normal and one in the in the voice. Oh, boy. Here you go. Very short. That's why it's easy to do it. I'm the kind of guy who likes feeling high. Feeling high and dry. And I really like to fly. I'm the kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not too shy. And I want you to fly. So I think you ought to try. Dude, that's why that fucking song is a mess. So oh, bad. So bad. Oh, oh yeah, but Ace, best solo album. Yeah, it's the best <laughs> solo album. These Ugh. lyrics are so- why I'm like. Dude, I am not picking Torpedo Girl. Like, these are like, 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 they're just so. I'm the kind of guy I like feeling high, feeling high and dry, and I really like to fly. I'm your kind of guy, girl, I'm not too shy, and I want you to fly, so I think you ought to try. Hickory Dickory Dock. <laughs> And with that, thank you, Kisari. Thank you, Zeus, man. Another another fun time, of course. <laughs> thank you, Tom. Thank you, Kiss Army. Peace out, Girl Scout. Woo! We love you! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 